Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Survivor After Show. What's up, boys and girls? Bing is for doing. We're all back, all four of us doing another live after show for Survivor Season 25, Episode 9, Little Miss Perfect. I'm your host, AJ Gibson, joined by the lovely Christina Cha, who's Thank been you. here through it all. While yep. the rest of us were out the last couple of weeks sick, we apologize for that, but we will make up for it tonight, I promise. Please, that was a loud intro. That was a loud intro, but I can't hear myself on my mic. So, Ryan Allen Carrillo, welcome back. How are you? Feeling and, much better? And glad to be here. Fantastic. Yeah. Justin Walter, super yes, fan. I'm here. And we've got a big guest tonight. Not big in size, but big in stature. <laughs> She's a legend. She's played this game three times, started off in season two Australia, came back for All Stars and Heroes vs. Villains, Jerry Manthe. Yes. Yes. Just as you can Woo. see, I'm not really that big. No, <laughs> large, not, not in size, not in size. <laughs> villain, right? Villain. You're, you're a villain that season, right? I was a villain, oh. but by the end of it, I actually came off as a hero. Oh, she turned did. it around. Yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. Villain you did. to hero, that one. That's, That's a, right. Disney. I had a full character arc. That's yeah. what they like to say. There's no better story than a villain turned good. <laughs> <laughs> so... We want to apologize again for not being here the last couple of weeks, you guys. It was just a weird, it was like the perfect storm of all of us getting so sick. I hurt my right. neck one week. It was just weird. It was Halloween, um, too. Yeah. Flu shots. A lot of stuff. I did get my flu shot. You did? Yes, and then I got sick. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? I feel Never like that happens a get lot. a flu shot. Yeah. Ever. Uh, that's not true. Little yeah. sidebar, real quick. My mom told me when I got it, she goes, you know, last year your grandma got a flu shot, and a week later she was dead. So I digress, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I got sick and I got nervous. But... We left uh, Christina high and dry last week. I want to apologize for that. But we all want to talk about um, last week's episode real quick before we dive into this one because it was a huge episode. It was huge. And we weren't here to talk about it. We had a guest in studio, Sugar. I've met her before. <laughs> nice we shall not she talk about lively, this. No, Enough was, said. No, no, moving on. No, moving on. Sugar's no, a great, let's not give any more. Sugar, calm down, Christina. <laughs> Sugar's, Sugar's a great girl. She's a character. She she did she in the studio exactly what she did on the show. Yep, she was a great. character. She is who and should not be named. Absolutely. We do appreciate this. She was here. the other one. However, <laughs> uh, we've got a great guest again in the studio tonight, which we're looking forward to Thanks. getting to know a little yeah. bit in the next hour. Um, but before we do that, let's let's talk about last week. Yeah. It was an exciting episode. It was a great episode. One of the better episodes in Survivor in the last few seasons, yeah. I would say. I think that is the episode that's going to be the turning point of this season. Tonight's episode as well was amazing, but last week 
all of us. I was texting you guys when I was mm-hmm. watching right. it. We out, I was, we, was jumping like, up and down when I where I was. I was <clears throat> going crazy. It was yeah. the first time that Lisa Lisa actually spoke up and strategized and was playing the game and publicly. I yeah, publicly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, and it scared me a little bit because I really, really like Lisa, but mm-hmm. I don't, and I was afraid maybe she's going to say too much. Right. And that tribal council, like, I was like, yeah. It's inter- interesting to see how she's sort of grown into an actual survivor the last few episodes. Mm-hmm. Because at the beginning of the season, I will say she's really, really lucky that she was on the tribe she was from the day from day one. Had she been on one of those other tribes, or Matt Singh, she oh. could have been the first or second voted out right. easily. They always yeah. go for the older women or the older man on the tribe. Um, she lucked out, and yeah. now she's, she's, she's finding her groove. She's found her niche. She's exactly what I love about the show, the sense that she came on so insecure, just like mm-hmm. Dawn did, which we discussed when she was on our mm-hmm. show, and like very insecure, like fish out of water, and you think Definitely. she'd be confident having been an actress, but then again, we know a lot of insecure actors and actresses <laughs> All of them. in Los Angeles, but like how she's literally completely evolved. She's the most outspoken at the um, when, at tribal council, and she's very, very, like, she's come into herself. She almost, like, it's like a very spiritual moment for her. I and enjoy I, it. I think what's interesting with her is the internal conflict that's going mm-hmm. on, and, I mean, I relate to her on so many levels. When mm-hmm. I watch the show, I'm just like, I, I get it, because you go in there and you want to stay true to your alliances. You want to be an honorable person, but at some point you have to play the game and you're forced with the choice. Do I stay honorable, or do I now change it up? Because... Hello, we're yeah, trying right. to win a million dollars here. Right. Let's not forget that. And she's on a tribe with a bunch of kids. Mm. A bunch <laughs> of kids who aren't that honorable. And they, they would stab her in the back in two seconds. And they talk about it openly. And they're bullies. They don't know yes. how to play the game. I always think talking about honor is a little strange for the show anyways. In, me, in my opinion, I think it's just a big poker game or Monopoly. Yeah. And you go into it knowing this ahead of time. Like I would never be conflicted lying to someone's face because I know it's a game. Yeah. And it's not real life. But, but like, it is it, strange when you get out there. Maybe just because I lie a lot in general, but... Okay, that's scary. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. I I hope I don't see you in a dark alley. (laughs) But, I mean, honestly, as someone who's played three times, I have to say it is a very difficult thing that no matter how much you prepare for it or you think you're ready to Mm -hmm. do this or that, when you're actually faced with a decision, it's a totally different thing. Plus, you're under so much stress and, you know, the camera's there and you haven't eaten or slept. And we've also heard about plenty of survivors who've gone off the show dishonorably in the past who've lost their jobs, lost friendships. Bad stuff has happened after they left the show because they, they sort of get vilified out there. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that's going through all these people's minds to some degree. They don't want... And, and, and Lisa, she's a, she's a strong Christian woman. Mm-hmm. That's always conflicting when you go on a game like Survivor. And you have to remember, she is viewed by... America. She was America's sweetheart, sweetheart in the 80s. Yeah. She, was, she was the epitome of beauty in the 80s. And, and, and that in and of itself, and then aging right. and not being on TV for the last right. 15, mm-hmm. 20 years. I mean, that's... Not ooh. having anything. Also being a child, a child actress and having being a Christian, also trying to have that great reputation and being like in the public being presented the proper way, she must be thinking about that on the show, too. Because like, you know mm-hmm. what happens nowadays to young starlets, to these girls who grow up in the, in the Disney or Nickelodeon worlds, and they're so, they're, so they're huge, they and then look what happens to them. them. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and she, it was a different age, but she has kind of stayed above the fray all these years, and now this is her kind of her first first foray back into, you know, prime time, and I'm I'm just falling in it. love with her all over again. I'm eating I, it up. Yeah. yeah. I think one thing last week's episode that made it such a great episode is this is one of the first times post-merge we've seen such a scramble of alliances. Usually teams and tribes stay loyal and to each other. We're actually going to talk about that. We've got somebody on the phone Ooh. line right now who all might right. be able to give us some good insight. We've got RC on the phone. How mm-hmm. are you doing this evening, RC? 
Hey guys, thanks hey. for having me. Thank Yay. you so much for calling Woo. in. This is AJ. It's nice <laughs> to meet you, not officially, but on the phone. Um, so, what what did you think of tonight's episode? And we're, we're we're talking right now about how things have kind of shifted the last couple of episodes, and how Lisa uh, Welchel is kind of actually stepping up and playing the game. What what do you think about that? And what do you think about tonight's episode? I mean, you saw my face at trial. It was sort of like this relief that, like, they finally got it. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. I thought that they finally got it when Jeff Kent got kicked off, but clearly they didn't. And so this, with artists getting getting kicked off this week, it's really a turning of the tides. Mm-hmm. And I think that Lisa finally started playing, Michael started playing, everyone mm-hmm. sort of started stepping up and playing, and I think it's an amazing season. I hope even Carter really was playing. It too. <laughs> yeah, even, even Carter did something, which is a first. <laughs> <That voice. laughs> Spoke up. Yeah, right? <laughs> he still had glazed over um, eyes, but he was speaking. Yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy the yeah, look on Abby's know, face like, as much as we did? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, repeat that? I said, did you enjoy the look on Abby's face as much as we did? <laughs> I mean, all her faces are really crazy. <laughs> so politically correct. And her personalities. So for being on that tribe, yeah. RC, do you think Abby is basically the reason why that tribe has fallen apart? If, if Abby hadn't treated them the way that she had treated them, do you think that your tribe, your original tribe, would have kind of stayed true and Scoop and would have voted with them? Oh, 100%. Um, and I think that Peter is very underhanded. And mm-hmm. so when he does things, it's not as overt as Abby. But when she does it, it's like nail and coffin. There is no secret about where anybody stands with her. So when she sort of lashes out, you, you know where you are. And so I can't believe that Lisa's even lasted this long with the tongue lashing that she usually gets from them, like I got and like Michael got. So it was really just a matter of time. If Abby didn't blow up at us all the time like she did, I think we would have really been in denial maybe that we got turned on so early mm-hmm. and we could have gone straight through, pagong the other tribe, <laughs> and then basically been blindsided. So on the other hand, it's kind of fun, right, to have Abby on because you get yeah. a lot more drama and a lot more shifting of alliances. Oh, we love to hate her. Yeah. How did you <laughs> feel about um, watching the whole thing that Peter making the switch about the whole, you know, manipulation with the whole idol thing and then kind of mm-hmm. throwing you in the bus? How did you feel about them watching that? I mean, it's tough to watch, but I lived it. So I was, you know, under no illusion of how we really stood with each other. Um, you know, I, I just don't think that I'm a type of girl or woman that he's used to dealing with and, and he couldn't control me and he said it to my face and that's why he really wanted Abby and not me and was really targeting me to get out and, and planting the clue and trying to break us up as an alliance because he couldn't work with me because he was afraid. And so, um, you know, I think it's also a testament to kind of what a stupid player he is. He's just not <laughs> smart and doesn't think things through. Uh, making moves like that on day seven when it's a 39-day game is just ridiculous. So I don't really blame Abby as much as I obviously blame Pete, but you can't blame him because that's just how he is. Right. I, I was thinking about this as the episode unfolded tonight. Um, there's all this talk about uh, the alliance between uh, Scoopin and Lisa and how tight that is. Yet at the end of the night, they voted, they split their vote. Do you think that was strategic? Do you think they did that on purpose to maybe make it look like, look, we're not as tight as everybody thinks we are, taking a little bit of the target off of their backs um, because they knew they would still have the votes without Lisa flipping? Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that was strategic on their part? Or do you think really maybe they're not communicating as well as it seems? 
No, I think you really got the essence of everything that they really are as an alliance. And I think the best part of their alliance was really that they've never voted before. And so they get to walk around and say, oh, we're really not that close because we never vote together. But in actuality, they never have to vote together yeah. uh, because they knew that if one person flipped, it, it didn't matter. And so they let Lisa sort of save face a little bit by not um, having her flip during that vote because they didn't need her. And so I think you're, you're right. It's sort of like they are so close. They're the closest to some, I think, even before Malcolm and Denise. Uh, mm. Denise. Yeah. But you don't really ever have that exposed. They trust so each other enough. Really yeah. They trust each other enough that they don't have to vote together every single time. I think, personally, it was the perfect opportunity for Lisa to stay the honorable person that she wanted to be. Um, That's a scenario that happens a lot in Survivor. And Scoopin Mm -hmm. Scoopin took that weight off her shoulder. Yes, he did. Oh, what a gentleman. (laughs) I love Scoopin. I'm a big Uh, Scoopin fan. And I think that Lisa was very honest with us that when she said on the island, which I don't think is getting played that much, is that her life is bigger than Survivor. She used to say that over and over and over again, and I didn't really know what that meant at the time, but obviously now I know what it really means, and it's her mm-hmm. reputation in Hollywood. You know what? And so I really, you know, value her and love her as a person, but when it comes to playing Survivor, you know, she really does have to battle that good versus evil sometimes. And I love that you bring that up, because I actually wrote down, she actually did say this at the end of the episode, she said, and I quote, my life is bigger than this game, and the game is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And then she went on to elaborate a bit, but I loved, I thought that was a very poignant moment in the episode. I, yeah. I love that quote, and just... And you kind of saw it a little bit at Tribal Council when she was kind of, um, Jeff was kind of going back and forth with her and, and Abby a little bit. Uh, the difference in the two women sitting next to each other. You know, <laughs> she's got, you know, 20, 30 years on this young girl next to her. No, I'd and say she, 20. I'd yeah, say 20. Yeah. Yeah. Be nice, be nice. Yeah. <laughs> she, she carried herself with such, such dignity as opposed to Abby who just looked like she was ready to just fall apart and start crying and screaming clawing her way back into this game. It was really interesting to see the two different types of women next to each other. I loved that. Mm-hmm. RC, quick question for you. On the island, you did not know about Lisa's back- background. Scoopin and Penner never revealed anything to you guys. Would that have changed your opinion of her, you know, knowing that she was Blair on the Facts of Life if you knew that playing the game? A hundred percent, and not in the way that you think it would. I, when I first met Lisa, thought she was lying about something. There just seems like something was off. And so if you remember back Mm -hmm. the first episode, I didn't want to be in an alliance with her because I had this, like, feeling, and I didn't know what it was. And now I know Mm -hmm. it was just her lying about what she used to do for a living, Mm -hmm. which is meaningless to me because I don't know the show, and I don't know the Mm -hmm. genre, really. And so if I knew that that's all it was, then I would have been in an alliance with her and probably not with Oh, that's really interesting. I never, yeah. I never uh, considered that. Yeah, that's a good that, and I'm sure she didn't consider that either. It could have actually helped her more than it actually would have hurt her. Because, like you said, a lot of us didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know who she and, was. And I, yeah. What? Right. what? I just say, Are you so serious? Yeah, yeah, no. They had no idea. She I had no idea. I mean, I, that was like a huge show for me growing yeah. up, and she, I loved the facts of life. I could still sing the theme song. Right? Oh, yeah. let's, hear, let's hear a little. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them all. There you go. The facts of life. The facts of life. Oh, yeah. of applause. And she looks exactly the same. She, she does. does. I, lo- I love Lisa. I She's a one person more than anybody else, and I'm a big Scoopin' fan for obvious reasons, but yeah. mm-hmm. I cannot wait to meet Lisa. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. She is really great. Of RC, course. without, without giving course, away... Of course, you can't wait to... 
Sorry. Oh, no, of course. Oh, and you too, RC. <laughs> you're part of a very large Thanks, Jerry. Here, I was going to say you're like the sexy one from like Oopsie. the first couple seasons. Jerry is a hottie. She's still a hottie. Yeah. yeah. But oh, RC, I don't, I don't know how. Apparently, went. still a villain. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. The original Never. Black I Widow. Girl at heart. Well, RC, you were part of a very large, very, trust me, very dysfunctional survivor family Way. now. So, yeah, yeah. Met some of them. Oh. Incestuous, dysfunctional yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> Did so, I say like that? Not, well, like, this is how if you have to write on paper that like the worst case scenario would ever be for like your survivor playing, I got it. So, <laughs> uh, certainly not what I anticipated, but fun nonetheless. I'm sure. Well, Trust me, it's never what you anticipate it. Right. <laughs> Even if you've played before. Yeah. Well, I want to thank and you so much. Every time, right? So much for totally. calling in, RC. Any closing thoughts for us? Any predictions? You can't tell us if you already know some things, but any oh. predictions for the upcoming weeks? Gonna... Things to look out for for us. Um, you know, I just think that this is like a really important episode with artists getting really blindsided. I think it's really telling of potentially what might occur and, and people really coming to their senses. And if they don't do something, then they're mm-hmm. not going to get the final tribal. And you have to make big moves sometimes. So I think I'm really just excited because obviously I wasn't there. I was just only at tribal council hearing it. Um, what's really going to transpire on the beach coming up soon? So excited to see next yeah, week's episode. Thank you so much for calling in, RC. We should tell RC, too, that we're going to be at the Survivor finale. We're oh, going to yeah. be doing the yeah. press there. And we also are throwing the official Survivor party on Friday, which we'll give you little details because we don't want oh, it to be public. I'll send it to so you. So we will meet you soon. <laughs> yes, we'll be meeting you soon. Survivor party. I can't wait to meet you guys. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Gary. Thank you for calling in, RC. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. She's adorable. She's great. She's I, didn't, so I, didn't really, I like her. I didn't really care for the first couple of episodes, but I then either. I started to like her more and more. She played so hard right away. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. with and Abby. At, yes, yeah. and then mm-hmm. and then when I saw her Not smart enough to separate herself from Abby a little bit, then I started <laughs> started to like her a little more. So I, honestly, I can't stand Abby. So yeah. um, uh, me neither. <laughs> let's get into this episode. Okay, it opens up. Um, with Penner revealing that he's the one who voted for Abby. She does not like that, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but he loved the tribal council. He loved the dysfunction, the craziness. He's like, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> he voted alone. I mean, really. Um, and then Lisa just comes back. And she's just crying. She feels terrible. And at first I was like, I don't know if she's really that genuine. But then no. as, as she was, she really felt awful. And mm-hmm. I felt awful for her. Um, I think she's got caught up in the game. Um, it just kind of got away from her a little bit. And I think it's admirable. Um, and you see very early on, she talks about this later, but you see early on that the people she was trying to save are the ones who turned on her when they got back to, back to camp. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that she was trying to get rid of kind of <laughs> took her, they played smart. They took her under their wing yeah. and they said, look, honey, it's okay. We get it. We respect you for it. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's a smart That's a smart call on the Calabal yeah. trout. I think part. when you have Penner, who's played the game now three times, you know, going into a tribal council not knowing what's going on, I think that's a testament to the craziness mm-hmm. that that was that tribal council. The fact that he was out of the loop, didn't know what was going on, and it just mm-hmm. that was struck me as, like, crazy. Penner's really impressed me. He He's kind of the Dan of Big Brother. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. Brother fans yeah, yeah. out there. Dan this last season, genius. Yeah, Dan. Did, didn't Dan. win it this season, but, but Penner's kind of playing the game like that. He's scrambling a lot. He's on the verge of getting voted out every single 
single week. Um, <laughs> he's and he's working and, it. And he sticks around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And he's likable. I like the guy. I yeah. love him. I know. I, I've grown to love him, too. And I, I, for some reason, through all these years, I've never actually met Penner. And no. I don't know how that's happened. Oh, really? but, <laughs> so I didn't really have any preconceived ideas of him. I just knew that he was coming back. He's yeah. like the Oracle this season. Like, he's like, you he know, really is sitting the on the way down. It's all, he's the Oracle of the <laughs> island. Well, let's I mean? talk about when he talks to, he's interacting with Lisa this episode. Yeah. He pulled the producer card and her the actor's card. I mean, that was like the most manipulative conversation, even though it was done in a very Mm -hmm. sweet way. Mm -hmm. It was still, let's face it, incredibly manipulative. And the odd odd thing (laughs) is, I feel like it was genuinely like good therapy for Lisa. Yeah, right. I feel like she knew she was being manipulated, but she didn't care because it, somebody was he was seeing her. She, she needed to hear it. Understanding exactly. He was seeing, seeing her. her. Yeah. who she truly is. What she's really her insecurities, her struggles. You know, she, being a a young teen celebrity. The, of the caliber she was at mm-hmm. and now taking this path towards Christianity and this other life there's a reason generally midway through your life you reach out for something like Christianity and, and you, it becomes such a large part of your life it makes sense it's not a far stretch to think that maybe she felt a little bit lost as this teen celebrity and wanted something bigger in her life uh, something more of a purpose and he sees that mm-hmm. and he's playing on that so but he's good. doing it in a way that's respectful and mm-hmm. it doesn't make you dislike Penner mm-hmm. you're kind of no. like you're a no. sweetheart but you're a manipulator he's the you know? last one there and that everyone wants to vote him off so that's smart that he's building an alliance with Lisa right. and then also with Scoop it it is smart but I don't think that many people could do it no. No. I don't think a lot of people no. could pull it off not like, like that Mm-mm. I mean he's Very genius swath, right? honestly <laughs> I mean I'm Thoroughly impressed. Yeah. With I think him. I, I think he believes what he's saying too. Absolutely. So, so it is yeah. genuine. So regardless if there's a purpose for it, it's, he's genuinely saying what's what he really believes. He has mm-hmm. a quality that not a lot of uh, survivors, I think, generally have each season. There's always a few each season. He mm-hmm. he has a, an ability to meet people at their level, meet them where they are. And talk to people at their level. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to some people come in like a bull in a china shop like an Abby or like mm-hmm. Pete who just talk down to people or just yell because the they don't know how to Yeah, they don't know mm-hmm. how to interact. If you look at Penner, he can hang with the boys, the young guys, mm-hmm. he can talk to the young girls, he can talk to a woman as a woman. He meets people <laughs> where they are, and that's a really that's probably one of the best qualities to have in a game like this. That's why he's so good. And yeah. he's, he's a producer, you know, he lives in the land of smoke and mirrors. He's mm-hmm. very good. <laughs> At what he does. He's and creating a story arc. He yeah, rubs exactly. everyone the right way. Exactly. That and conversation he, was crazy. When we was, when it was going down, we, we looked at everyone. Is this conversation really happening? He's basically right. saying, do you want your story on this season to be the good story or the bad story? And they aired it. And yeah, they aired it. Which is interesting. I could not believe, because we're told over and over again, don't talk about anything production, don't talk about storylines yeah. or any of that stuff. And to see that actually being played out on the screen was that was pretty amazing, but mm-hmm. and I think because of the way he said it too, it also could mm-hmm. you could take it both ways. Either he's talking production or just the story, story. of your life. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can't I can't help but think that, but believe that by showing that there's a reason they're showing it. This storyline isn't going anywhere anytime soon. It's going to play <laughs> out the duration of the season, and yeah. I can't wait to see. We it. were all saying that it's Lisa is getting the storyline of the biggest winner ever right now. Ever, ever. Yeah. She's the one of the biggest heroes we've seen in so 
long play this game. She's poised for or such a... Or if not a, winning, she would win fans' favorite. She's already won this Oh, season. sure. She's won. <laughs> beyond if she wins the million dollars or not, she has won One this season. Her career has... If she wants a career in Hollywood when she comes back, I feel like she could have a show tomorrow and people are just going to love her. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Because I, generally, the people who have been the quote-unquote stars of the episodes have been the villains. So it's refreshing to see someone who's... I mean, granted, we did... Some people did say that she was a little villainish because she's done some things. But, but you know she's what? That's so well, likable. Somehow, some way, she is being a villain. She's playing this great strategic game, and she still looks like a yeah. hero. Right. Now, I'm actually very jealous of that. <laughs> I think it's kind of genius, and I think <laughs> take a lesson from her. I think as as Survivor fans, I can speak for myself here, and I and and Russell Hans is a good friend of mine. But it's really uh, nice. It's, he's, he's a great guy. He's a great. He's a great guy in person. No, too. he's not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's. I disagree with him. He's on got that one. you wrapped. That's because you got something he wants, dude. Seriously. Nothing, no. Not a thing. Uh, I think he's tremendous. I yes, think he's great. He does, but it's Jerry. nice to see in a season of Survivor. Yeah. It's nice to see. A se- you booked sugar last week. Need I say more? Oh, so, oh, it's nice to we see. Read, we read the iTunes comments. <laughs> it's nice <laughs> to. Don't hold that against her. Some of those people, too. Let me yeah. finish my statement. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. nice to see a season of Survivor without a Hans on the cast. Oh, thank God. It's been a while. Yeah. And you know what I think coming, going back to Lisa being a villain but also being a hero I think it comes down to who she is as a person she is that genuine person that people love would gravitate towards to whereas people would argue like Jerry's saying Russell isn't that person which he comes across as a villain and a mean person because that's who kind of oh and I get it he's mean and I think probably you probably understand this as well as just about anybody in reality I I get it I I would be cast as a villain in the heartbeat I kind of was on my show I understand it I'm not oh I'm not a villainous person but that's how the blogs Uh, we were hated yeah (laughs) and it's it's so easy it's so easy to uh, you lose yourself in these situations and you're not exactly you don't have control of your edit you don't have control of yeah. any of those things. They can make you I look... I know that one. And to go yeah. to your point, too, it is, go to your point earlier, it is so different to actually play it than mm-hmm. to be on camera than what you see on TV. It's like oh, for sure. so different. My I'm, Honestly, after Australia was done, I got home. I felt so good about the way I played the game. I was proud of myself. That's I felt good. like I was really a stand-up person, and I really took charge when I needed to and sat back when I needed to, and I watched the show. Oh, gosh. Completely different experience than what I actually had. Do you think mm-hmm. that's what made you go back twice? You wanted to change Three that times. perception? Absolutely. Well, two more times. She went back two times after Australia, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. The, the only motivation I had for the second time was yep. to change what people saw or what people thought of me. And right. what I found out at the live show was that you cannot change what people yeah. think of you. I think well, you, yeah. you walked out of the reunion. I walked off yeah. because it was so overwhelming, mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. the feeling of hate coming at yeah. me that I did not deserve on any level. Yeah. But and, I, I did hear it. And what I think is interesting yeah. in terms of watching you the second time was you could tell that's why you went back for the second time and it didn't translate into a good game or, or genuine but the third time you were yourself the third time showed. I think you changed a lot of minds yeah. the third time I went there to win a million dollars but I did I decided that I, I the game that I needed to play was a lot more quiet yeah. and it was so easy to do with people like Russell Hance there and yeah. Parvati and people who were actual villains. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I think one of my favorite quotes that I said myself was, I felt like I was Mother Teresa out there. <laughs> That's like, interesting. Was, yeah, it was... Because there was a lot of Oh, horrible. <laughs> Poverty was also known as a villain and you are also known as a villain. What would you say between you and Poverty? The what? difference? As far as like the villain scale, if we were to weigh it. Um. Well... 
I think I think she. That's a really good question. You're one of the original. We want to impact. Yeah, we wanna, yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting that you brought up Parvati now too, because she's also one of my other favorite people in real life too. And I love her, and Russell Bowe. She's very sweet. Oh yeah. But you know, getting close to her is very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as the game is concerned. Um, I think her her gameplay is very unique to her because her whole thing is flirting. Mm-hmm. And it's disgusting when you're a woman and you see it so clearly and you see everyone and there's fall nothing you can do about for it, it mm-hmm. one by one. And they're all saying, oh, no, I'm not going to fall for that. But I watch it and I'm just like, Genius. I'm in awe. Genius. Un- we want to fall for it. Believable. <laughs> I would. I know. You know what? You would. It's really sick. <laughs> oh, I'm scared. But so. I don't. I don't know if that really makes her a villain. I just always thought of her as just a really annoyingly hmm. flirtatious girl. There have been a lot of pretty girls in the show, and she's definitely. I. I don't think she's the prettiest girl to ever play Survivor by far, but she has something about her that's Sex just. Re- yeah, it just mm-hmm. oozes. Yeah. I don't know what it is, and I'm not even into the ladies, but there's something <laughs> really? about her. But I will tell you, being called a bitter old cougar oh, by yeah. her. Not, that's <laughs> when I went. Okay, that was one step too far. With that was me. two steps. I know too why far. you love her. What did she say to you the first time she met you in in two licks? <laughs> that was hot. Something about sleeping with you. Yeah, or she she hit on me the first time I met her. Like I said, she's like, right there, bam. That's Parvati. The first <laughs> sentence, and you know what's weird? I considered it, and he was my <laughs> boyfriend at the time. <laughs> Moving on. So the reward challenge. Let's talk about this reward challenge. Um, the 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 tribe gets split up. The one tribe. The, what are they called now? Dan Grain. Well, no, Dan Grain. Dan Grain. It's brilliant. I, I may have missed it. Did they Dang get split up rain. randomly? I just got it. I still don't get it. Say it again. What is dang it? Dang rain. rain. It keeps raining. Like dang, dang, dang rain. rain. Dang rain. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you guys didn't get that. I didn't that. get it. Somehow. And we're smart people. <laughs> oh, my God. I dang saw the banner and I went, that's brilliant. Oh I love gosh. it. I, uh, that's funny. I keep looking at it. Uh, I wrote it down. I'm like, Dan? Dang Who's Dan? Dang so rain. Oh, God. You guys are so cute. This will be the first tribe name I'll <laughs> so ever remember now. Pretty. Dang rain. <laughs> that wow. is so funny. It's so hot in here all of a sudden. It is hot in here. I just had a we all get it. We all get. We all get. <laughs> we all get a check by our names right now. By the way, Justin, I think I'm gonna take a layer. RC off. says sorry that you lost her in the uh, the poll, fantasy poll. So oh, she thanks. says she's sorry. I lost my whole team, and we're all over that. No, thing. you got Carter. <laughs> Carter's not. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> who? So who's Carter? Let's go back in the beginning of the show. Well, we we're going all... to the reward challenge oh, now. Is where we are. Um, and the, the, the tribe. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> tension. The tribes get split up, and they have to crawl through mud over a hill through a rice. They have to <gasps> dig the bags so of balls mean. out of the mud. And then get all twelve of twelve of their balls into the basket. We'll get. I know what you want to say, Jerry. We'll get there. Uh, but, um, but Penner, one of the best moves I've seen in years on Survivor, makes a really simple decision to dig out every single bag and get behind the other team. But he digs out every bag, places them all in the corner, and goes so about his business. Right. Genius, genius. Right. And, genius. He's, he's and just, I have to say, because I'm dying over here, how cruel is it? To make a bunch of starving people crawl through rice. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. And like the whole time they're on the screen all covered in it, and I kept thinking, oh God, I hope they go and wash that and then and eat, use it. And eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Artist brought it up back when he was back at camp. Uh, he had rice all over. Also, so. yeah. 
Well, uh, Artis is eating plenty of food right now. <laughs> um, so, so the cool thing about this episode, and I love these sorts of rewards where you get to see some of the culture of mm-hmm. wherever they are. Because um, they don't do it as much as they used to on Survivor. They did it in Gabon. Yeah. It, in it, it, it happens every, yeah, every, every few seasons. Um, but the winners of this, of this challenge, they get to bring toys and school supplies to a small village. And in reward, the people of that village then are going to cook a meal for them, which is pretty cool, I think. Right. Uh, the, I say I wrote Calabao wins just because that's basically the tribe is made. Yeah, the tribes were divided by their original tribes. Is that random? Yeah. Which, did yeah. you say the food? The food kind of looked like Kentucky Fried Chicken. I yeah. saw like yeah. Yeah. chicken drums. And like, they what? put, it, they put it on like some leaf lettuce. Yeah, I'm like, who bought that at Ralph's? Right. Who set that food up? And For Jerry, you just kept saying they're going to have some stomach Ooh. problems after that. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, no toilet paper. Yep. Guys, just keep that in mind. Because <laughs> your stomach's not used to it. You've been starving. You've been eating coconut the whole entire time. It's and then so when you get grease, yeah, it's, worse. it's yeah, not worse. The last cute. thing you want is grease, well, but boy, love, is it good. What I love about <laughs> these, these, these moments in Survivor, I, I love seeing like the pure joy on these kids' faces, these, these mm-hmm. villagers' faces. Mm-hmm. And it, I made a comment while we were reviewing this. I'm like, it just reminds me of how shitty Americans are sometimes. Like, kids <laughs> in America, like, get upset if their iPad, iPad is down and they can't right. get Wi-Fi or their mm-hmm. cell phone isn't or whatever. And these kids, they're playing... Like with basketball with a hand, mm-hmm. homemade hoop with no net, with and they're coconut. just having the time of their lives. <laughs> yeah. What's funny, I like seeing the pure joy of the contestants, actually, yeah. because actually if the other team would have won, I just can't imagine they would have appreciated it that much or really taken it <laughs> I in. feel like Abby would have like, been slapping kids and telling them to get away from her. Right. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Right. They would have been braiding her hair or something. Yeah, and then Scooping and Lisa would have had a great time, and Abby would have yeah. made fun of them. Yeah. Le- that yeah. would have been oh. great to see Lisa. Oh. She would have cried. She would have adopted a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> Scooping may have too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's already got enough kids. Of ten kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's too funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, after the reward, before the immunity challenge, we're back at back at camp, and and Abby, I just wrote down Abby, really stupid. Um, she's sitting there talking to Lisa. Yep. This is actually while they're away at the award, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's talking to Lisa, and she tells Lisa, "Look, I just think that you're gullible and you're na- naive." I don't think you meant to. I just think you just don't get it. I'm like, <laughs> and Lisa just, God love her, she bit her tongue and just stood there like a woman and just mm-hmm. took it. Right. And Abby She's just went smart. on and on right. and on. I just right. don't understand how you can go into a social game like this and think that you can just say things like that and just be straight out rude. Well, here's the thing. Rude, rude, rude. She, does, I don't, she doesn't have a concept. It's kind of, of a, I think it's kind of a cultural thing. Where is she from? Brazil. 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 Okay. It's, it's a different... Uh, South Americans interact with each other differently than Americans do. Where we view it as rude, where she comes mm. from, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't come across as rude. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if I would let her represent yeah, all I of agree. Brazil. Right. Agree. No, I agree. I don't agree with you on that. But what I'm saying though is maybe in Brazil that wouldn't be considered <laughs> no, as rude. No, I don't think so. Okay, if you if you take an LA person, take him, drop him off in New York City. The gay boys in LA would be crying after a week in New York no, City. Wait, New York Absolutely. City is it's the friendliest place I've ever been. Way friendlier once, than LA. Once you understand it. Day one, though, you think <laughs> New York City is this hard place. Nope. Everybody's rude. Never. Mm, put, I don't know. put aside I love cultural New differences. I love New York, too. She just people tre- are smart. They're real. And they dress so They're good. real. Well, <laughs> putting aside cultural differences, the way she just speaks to Lisa mm-hmm. is degrading. I'm trying to give it a benefit negative, of the doubt. And it, don't you know, do it. No. But there's a reason why they keep a player like that. Just like they kept Alicia because they're thinking no one's going to vote for them in the jury. Well, that's so why true. they keep them? That's one why they of have Lisa's them. main reasons for sticking with that alliance is if she goes up against Pete or Artis or Abby Marie, you have that million dollars wrapped up. Yeah, you do. Where if you go up against Malcolm and Denise or it's gonna Penner, it's going to be a tough one. Good luck. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a lot harder. You know yeah. what? In all fairness, 
Ooh, I think Lisa's got a pretty fair shot against just about anybody, anybody. at this point. Oh, definitely. Oh, at this point. But you also have to recognize if she does flip, then she's got her original alliance majority of those people on the jury whereas they might be voting against right. her compared to if it was America voting for sure she yes. had a bag but you have to also think it's <laughs> yes. different when it's Agreed. there for sure when it's them I mean? that she's screwing over right. you know mm-hmm. what though that doesn't always work out that way in who knows? theory you think it does her. but there have been plenty of seasons though where no the, people who, 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 the people who um, make the moves yeah they Depends. end up turning like look you're on my tribe and you voted me out but I respect you you either have a bitter jury or a non-bitter jury she's winning fan versus favorite as long as you don't vote people out in a malicious Yes. disgusting way like Russell Hance tended to exactly. do and throw it in your face mm-hmm. when you're sitting there going I'm going to vote for you to win a million dollars and you yeah. say you don't need me and I'm a jerk and why am I that well mm-hmm. you know they're, they're, you know that's a big thing too look, at, look at Kim just last season she stabbed everybody in yeah. the back and they all voted for her and she was and she was sweet and likable. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to respect her. She played yeah. the game pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the good the good thing about Lisa is constantly a tribal council. They're they're going to her and saying, "You're playing the game. You're a game player. This is a game move." Where it's not like that Russell Hands type vibe where this is personal. This is not a game move. Exactly. You know, not attacking you Russell, face to face and saying you suck. You're a terrible person yeah. or anything like Russell that. played the game like a bully. Yeah. He yeah. he's one you, of the. You don't even know. He's well. I think he's one of the. Just looking at your eyes. The terror when she's talking to Russell. He was he was scary. Like, well, I, he's someone that like intimidated and scared people. And I that's think, not cool. <laughs> totally. I think his I think his original season was one of the most genius seasons I've ever seen, minus the social game. Yeah, but if that's what Survivor is. Uh, but he made it to the finale. Well, that not matter. a lot of people have done that. So I'm, I'm saying I know, but the part, he, he the part, didn't win. the part. That, but he <laughs> made it. Why? And the part <laughs> that he plays, he plays better than anybody. The problem is he's yeah. missing a very right. key component, which is the social yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, and you could never. You his game could get him to top three or four just about any season, yeah. but will never ever ever win him that yeah. game. But right. it didn't get him anywhere near last the, time. the last time he played because he played the same as that game that's every said, time he played. That's why I said the first But season. it has yeah. got him spin-offs. It's got yeah, the entire true. family on more shows. I'm sure he's going to be doing uh, Amazing Race. No I heard that the other day. I mean, it's like, I, think, I think people are kind of learning that he's not a good person. He's really not that interesting to watch. I'm just Let me saying. reiterate that I love Russell. I love Russell. I love Russell. We keep talking about Lisa. Well, I think one of the things that's huge this episode is that Lisa Scoop and Alliance, that Lisa Scoop and Bond. I love it. That... It's in scooping back into Australia. One of the things I loved most about him was he had that bond with Elizabeth, that like good person bond that was so sweet to watch. America's sweetheart, and again, he's with America's sweetheart, which is a great alliance. But in the water was that huge conversation of mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Yeah, and also, well, he knew who she was from the get go, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think that earned her trust. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and because he didn't tell anybody exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and after. Um, after we go through this immunity challenge, which we'll touch on briefly, which they had to balance six balls on a yeah. paddle. Um, <laughs> he dominated. Yeah. And, and Scoopin killed it. Killed I didn't so think that, anybody was going to be able yeah. to win that one. That yeah. looked impossible. Yeah, I, know. I, thought it take, I thought it would take hours. Yeah. Um, I'd still be out there. But Scoopin won it easily mm-hmm. and instantly took his head off the chopping block, yep. which made that whole alliance with he and Lisa still strong because yep. nobody's voting for Lisa yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it made... It made them so pivotal, and and and, and uh, Penner talked about it a lot in this episode. He kept using the word fulcrum. You're the mm-hmm. fulcrum vote. <laughs> I know. I had to look that up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, though, like you're the swing vote. Yeah, like you're, yeah. you're the, you could right. tip the pendulum either way, yes. mm-hmm. and that kind of fell on either Penner or Lisa um, mm-hmm. because they, like we said, they didn't have to vote together to switch the vote. Mm-hmm. Just one of them had to switch. Right. Um, 
But their alliance is really, really interesting mm-hmm. to me this season. It's great. And I, I love it. It's nice to see because uh, Scoopin, to me, is kind of a buffoon. And... <laughs> And I love him. He's adorable. He's likable. But like those first few episodes. He's just a big he, kid trapped he, in an old man's he body. He cut his yeah. eyeball. <laughs> he he cut his way. head, his eyeball, his legs, How about his, his shoulders. shoulders okay. like oozing about the episode. Abby Hill. What about the coconut? <laughs> okay, the guy oh, yeah. can't even lay down and be lazy without getting hurt. The, he got exactly. hit in the head by a coconut Abby. from Abby. <laughs> right. Which, who? Have you never opened a coconut before? Let's throw it against the, the tree? I know. First of all, have that. you ever opened a coconut? Yes, I have. Yes. I drink young coconuts all the time. Look you at this them at skin. Whole, you get them at Whole Foods. <laughs> look at this skin. It's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Love it. He's a mess. Coconut. You do look good for 40. Um, <laughs> Are you 40? No. Not no. yet. <laughs> Nearing. I was like, damn, we need to talk after. I got all the secrets. I got it from Madonna. She no, but I love watching these two together, though. It's it's Cute. It's it's oh, nice. It's nice because earlier in the season it was all about Denise and Malcolm, all Denise and Malcolm, and now yeah, we're starting kinda, to see. Well, they're still there. I love um, and they're kind oh, of no, sitting yeah. back though, and and as we see once we get to uh, once we get to tribal council though, Denise does have a plan, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and she puts it into play right before they head to tribal council. She says, "Look, we can't go for Abby. She might play the idol. Mm-hmm. Let's go for Artis because Abby could give the idol to to Pete." But, but she's she not going to give it to Artis. Never give it to Such Artis. a good move. You know, I don't know if that was a good move no, because they should have flushed it out. I no, think they no. should have. Well, well, this is weird too, right? Because there's two idols that have yeah. obviously been thrown right. in everybody's face and right. no one's really talking about them anymore. It's like silent. Like, no big deal. But they know they're there. It's This is a really yeah. interesting situation. I don't think yeah. that's ever really well, happened I think before. The, the thing with idols, this has kind of become the case in more recent seasons than it used to be. I hate they don't, idols. They don't flush... <laughs> Well, there's so many of them now, and them. they don't get flushed out as often because it's a scary thing to do. When you're like right down the middle, your tribe, their tribe, or your have your alliance, their alliance, you don't want to flush it out and take a chance that one of you could go randomly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, you could go with one vote and you'd just be gone and have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the value of the idol nowadays is more so in just having it. Threat. threat. Yes, it's a threat yeah. that you could play it. It doesn't get played like it used to, I don't think. And I I think that. To go after Abby, eh, I don't. What would be the point? It hurts my brain, yeah. honestly. To like, when I when I did Heroes and Villains, like we would be like, okay, well, we need to get this idol out, so we're gonna get four votes here and five votes there, <laughs> and, and by the, I'm, I'm not good at math, and I'm just like, what? Like, how does this work? And in all fairness, why would you ever go try to flush that idol out with Abby? Keep her till the end, no matter which alliance you're in. Keep her ass till the end. Yeah, she get ain't down. winning. No one's nothing. gonna vote her. No way is vo- nobody's voting for her. So yeah. don't even worry about that. That idol, keep your five yeah. strong and then start voting your own five out and let her flip over and take her to the end. Yeah. Yeah. She's terrible. Nobody's going to vote for her. Yeah. Not a single vote. Never. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not even going to the club with her. I can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. One, uh, in terms of Scoopin, I think one of my original concerns with Scoopin coming into the season was he played in 12 years ago season two. Is he going to change his game and progress as a player because the game has changed drastically. I think he's smitten that he's, he's made He's merge. done so well, but Jerry, you played with him back in the day. What is your take on seeing him now play this game that's completely different from, from Australia? It's been really interesting to watch. Like I, The second I knew he was going back, I got really excited because I've always felt like He's one of those players that got taken out way too early. He was a really strong competitor. I mean, he fed his tribe. Unfortunately, it was not mine. Um, (laughs) He was just a really good player. And to get taken out so quickly was just sad. And by the way, 
No, not many people realize this, but if he hadn't been medevaced out, oh, they would have won. I was next. Yeah. Wow. I would have been gone. Yeah. Um, my tribe was totally turning on me at that point. But um, you know, I, I was excited to have him come back, but I was also very afraid for mm-hmm. him because he doesn't really understand the way the game is played now. But it seems like he he's grown and he did pick it up in terms yeah. of being the swing vote tonight. Mm-hmm. He's keeping his mouth shut, yeah, and right. that's so smart. Especially, that's and he's making moves now, which I didn't think he would be making moves. I didn't think so either. You I, know what I, I find very. I I'm find really proud of you, Mike. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we all, uh, good job, Mike. He, he has played an imp- impressive game so far, and I think that. We also have to remember that so much of this game comes down to luck. Yeah. So much of it comes down to your initial tribe, and having three tribes this season, had you been on a different tribe, he could have been the first one out. Or if if their one tribe, different person or, was cast. Yes, yeah. or if their tribe had just lost an, an immunity challenge at the mm-hmm. beginning, could have been gone. Um, and also, it, it is nice to see him kind of catch up, just to stay with the times, because we got to kind of see what kind of game he played last time, but he mm-hmm. never got to fulfill it out. Mm-hmm. F- fulfill it. And it's nice to see him keeping up, because we've seen some of these past survivors come back, and one I talked about this with you earlier a little bit. For me, when I saw Colby come back, I was so excited. He's one of my favorite survivors of all time. He was from your season in Australia, and he just was terrible when he came back. Well, that was the third time he came back. He was, yeah, so he the, was the, the last time. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. broke, <laughs> it broke my heart. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I remember you a different way. I would rather have just remembered you that way. He didn't want to be there. You could yeah. tell. And oh. I think most of that was because he, from what I understand, him and Tom Westman became instant friends and they were like walking down the beach and talking about life. And yeah. meanwhile, everybody else was playing the game and they made an alliance and he mm-hmm. wasn't in it. Yeah. And so from that moment, he's kind of a control freak, little OCD. Yeah. And he had no control, and he checked out. Yeah. He just totally checked out. And oh, I think man. also, I think I've noticed this in, 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 not everybody agrees with me when I say this, but I think in recent seasons, they've cast a lot fewer game players, real gamers. I feel like they cast a lot of models and so L.A. they recruit. Recruits. Well, exa- well, exactly. But they, they recruit a lot of these <laughs> kids from L.A. or from it's these ridiculous. pretty people. And so it gives... Cast some, gamers. It, listen, it gives <laughs> Scoopin, somebody like Scoopin, yeah. an opportunity now to come back and just like, look, it's a cakewalk. You guys are all so stupid. <laughs> I mean, if you look well, at that's somebody, how Boston Rob won. Mm. That's the only way he won that last season was because he played with a bunch of people knew. who didn't... Uh, they looked at him like a celebrity. They didn't even play the game. It was dis- it was the most disgusting season to watch because I was literally like, just write the check already, yeah. probes. I know you want him to win. Mm-hmm. He won. Now, yeah. okay, now let's get back on. Also one of my favorite survivors game. of all time. <laughs> well, also but it's a great story arc. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, my yeah. story arc would be better if I could go back and win. Ooh. Just saying. Ooh. Let's put it out there. <laughs> the first, you and the all the other survivors. Timer, huh? <laughs> well, Survivor keeps getting renewed, and Jeff Probst's talk show wasn't doing that great, so he might need to hold on to that Survivor <laughs> job for a little bit longer. Who knows? Hey, you know what? I would say hold on to that puppy as long as it right. goes. It still has great ratings. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, we were talking about this when we were watching the episode, but we li- were literally screaming during Tribal Council, applauding, and like I was getting texts from my yeah. friends, my boyfriend, he was clapping and screaming too. Like People are really into it. Like, what are the shows that you do this besides football yeah. and everything else? And you have to remember, like, their ratings are down. But it's like saying something like, it's like saying, oh, American Idol's ratings are down. Well, they're still kicking everybody's asses. It's kind of the same yeah. thing with Survivor. Like, their ratings are down from what they were. Yeah. But they were so astronomically like, ahead in the ratings right. for Ridiculous. so many years right. that they they're could the be down in the ratings. They're still show. in the top ten every week. And they've leveled yeah. off the last few, few years. Like, they've just kind of stuck around, you know. <laughs> and they're still they're still top ten show. 
Yeah, That's, and I think this season is going to kick it back into gear. Just, I mean, it's been a great season. Mm-hmm. Right. It's funny. I thought the beginning was a little slow, but it's what? definitely... The last few weeks. Because yeah. it, so, it was the same tribe over and over again. It just was kind of boring. Nobody That's remembers it. the beginning of a season, though. They remember how it finishes, and I think we're in for an exciting finish. Yeah. Oh, I'm for really, sure. I feel like, as a fan, it's like my excitement for watching the episodes, like, I'm back again waiting for Wednesday nights for Survivor to come on, which is awesome when in the past few seasons, like Boston's Rob seasons, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, we know what's going to happen. And we've also been out of the studio the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so, no, no, so, like, to be I only back, missed one. I did two shows for you, AJ. <laughs> did you? Yes, I did, so thank me You later. came with a whole group of friends. Yeah, I had to, because you all ditched me last good. minute. But Aww. you're texting us like crazy during the I know, show. I keep texting everybody when I'm I watching. I helped you with a guest. I got Troy's no, I know. But it's like, it's, that's the thing, like, I I have friends texting me when I'm watching Survivor now, which hasn't happened in a few seasons. I'm about to change my number. Oh god, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are a super. You fan. are a little much. Hey, little if you, much. If you guys ever get sick again, and you need someone. Just call She's me. She's great. Oh, Harry's amazing. You're yes. amazing. Yes. I I hate to say, like I can't believe I'm still sitting around talking about the same thing. But no, not a, I'm totally wrapped up in this. Season. Not a bad gig, so though, good. right? She knows right. the game. She it's understands not. the players. Perfect. I want to quiz you real quick. What was her original s- tribe name? What Tribe she on season two? Um, she it was Kuchanogakor. Oh! And she made it to Barramundi. Oh! <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. crazy. Legit crazy. crazy. Isn't that wild? She was on Ogakor. Oh, oh my what god. What was I on in All Stars? Um, I don't remember the tribes there, but I, in all, the first All Star season, you were with Rupert and that tribe where the water went under the, the shelter. Yeah, the shelter. Oh, oh yeah. We almost yeah. died that night. Seriously, that was still by on record, if you talk to any of the producers, the yeah. worst storm in Survivor wow. history. I thought we were going to die. Yeah. Really? Yes. We were completely stranded. No one could get to us. The storm was so bad. Yeah. The camera guy ran off. We had no one even recording us. No way to get a hold of anybody. There was like this tiny stream that turned into like a 10-foot wide raging rapid. I mean, wow. what did you guys do? So what did you do? What happened? Um, we basically stood underneath a tree, even though it was lightning. We didn't know where to go. We were like huddling, and we all were shaking yeah. and singing lullabies, and like we were this like close to snapping. Oh yeah, I got hypothermia. I almost quit. Yeah. Me. I almost quit. Uh, I was it's too much. Woo, yeah, I you're like, you're no Nayaka or Purple Kelly. You're on no. the quit. <laughs> no. no. Austin. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this season. Dana. Yeah. Dana. No, oh. I would never quit. No. But I almost did. And and Rupert in that ridiculous shelter. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he tried to blame me for that last time I saw him. I was like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Check yourself. It's because he's running for office now. Go back and watch no, the season, Rupert. What do you think the one thing that, that, that Survivor has given you given your life that you're the most grateful for, the one thing you've taken away from it all? Um, that's a big question, but the first thing that pops into my mind is I feel like I can pretty much do anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, even though sometimes I think I'm getting beat up and kicked down to the curb, I know that what I went through out there three times, <laughs> if I can do that, I can... Right. I can do anything. Isn't that funny? I think everyone mm-hmm. that we've asked that question to has said the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's so true. You build a resilience, a tolerance yeah. for certain things. Confidence. Yeah. Confidence. It's pretty insane. I mean, really, when you look back on it and you think about what you did, right. I still say, I can't, how did I do that? It seems right. strange, right? Right. Yeah. And then you're in it and then you just do it again. Right. Yeah. And like you, you check into a bad hotel somewhere and you're like, <laughs> you think for a second, like, wait a second, how in the world? I slept outside with no tent. <laughs> yeah. Not even a star rating. Yeah, but I will say this. Could talk it, about Vegas. <laughs> if I have control of my life as I try to, to a certain degree, I will never starve again. That was, yeah. oh, I love food. I'm such a foodie. I'm a total. Do you eat rice now? 
I love rice. <laughs> what about yeah, still? Coconut yeah, water? Uh, I love coconuts. But <laughs> You're good man, to go. they are really hard to open. Like, I went to the grocery store. <laughs> I was craving work. coconut. The little hard brown one. Yeah, yeah. You have to, like, get a machete. Oh, no, you don't. Because you get a machete, it flies off and hits Scooping in the head. <laughs> Screwdriver and a hammer, and yeah. you're good. Yeah, but it's yeah. crazy that you actually have to use power tools, practically, to get into a coconut right. in your own house. Right. I always laugh. I'm like, Again. Did I, just, like, did I die a machete? Oh, no. Again, go to Whole Foods. They cut them for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. They're not as fresh. Well, true, true. I'm sure, well, I'm sure they're not as fresh as climbing up a, a tree and picking a coconut in some random no. exotic place. Did you know that I think it's like 80% of all the deaths in Samoa is caused by falling coconuts? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's really? crazy. Yeah. That's it's like getting hit with an animal. I'm going to bing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a ridiculous percentage. Before we, get into, before we get into our predictions for next week, I want to take a moment, you guys, to say thank you to all of our viewers and all of our listeners, especially out there on iTunes. Um, you guys, we get so many downloads right now. We're getting what over three three million downloads a day right now from seventy seven, I think, different countries. Wow. Pretty amazing stuff. Um, and that's and that is and wasn't way more than per day. Oh, per day, but sixteen. Christina, let me just do this iTunes read. I love you. So <laughs> no, I just want to say thank you to you guys, though. And I know that we, you know, our, our show's been a little bit all over the place the last couple of weeks. Some of the hosts have been in and out and all over the place. We're either sick or we're in China or whatever doing we're doing. But we're all back here, and we're going to try to stick it out and try to be here for the rest of the season for you guys because we all are. We're all huge fans. We love the show. We love our guests, and we love doing what we do. But. We need you guys to go on iTunes and give us five stars. Comment. Tell us what you guys love about us. You can tell us what you hate about us, but please tell us what you love about us. Right. um, And tell us what we can do better. Tell us who you want to see. Christina's got some great guests booked for the rest of the season, but we do still have some slots open. So if you guys want to hear from somebody, have somebody call in maybe who's not here in L.A. with us, um, we can definitely do our best to try to get them on the phone for you guys, for our fans. They could call in, too. Absolutely. And you guys can call in and talk to us. We haven't had very many fan call-ins. Yeah, and if you guys see see somebody in the studio that you guys absolutely love and you want to to talk to this is, this is your chance um we're here for you guys so we want to just say thank you and uh we look forward to the rest of the season with you guys so i want to go into some predictions <laughs> oh here we go oh our life there we go there we go my predictions are very very simple i think abby's gonna lose her mind when she goes the first scene i cannot wait to see when she goes back to camp and she is going to lose her S H I T at camp on people, and I cannot wait for that. You just spelled shit. She's going to lose her shit, you guys. Shit, people. Justin. Um, well, we saw artists go home by Mike Scoopin changing his vote tonight, and Lisa didn't change her vote. I think we have a lot of pairs now. You have mm-hmm. Denise and Malcolm. You have Scoopin and and um, Lisa, and then you have Pete. And I think it's going to be just a shuffle to the end. And I think Lisa. I'm going to say I think Lisa is going to win this this season. Lisa for the win. Yeah. Jerry. I think Penner's oh. going to win. Christina. Sorry. Yeah, go, Jerry. go, go. You're our guest. We'll let you go last. We'll okay. give you the last one. Christina. Okay. <laughs> Christina. Hello, speak. Dead air. Dead <laughs> air. Oh, okay, I'll go ahead and go. I think- Jerry, who do you think is going to win? <sighs> oh, no, I'm, I'm 100% on the Lisa bus. I really am. I, I think if she makes it to the final three, there's nobody at this point, you know, that could possibly beat her. And I, I'd be perfectly happy with that. And I, I want to meet you, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Dead air. Oh, yeah. Um, Penner, all the way. I think he's going to win. He's just been playing an incredible game. And even for the final three, I think it would be Lisa, Penner, um, I don't know, the third person. It's, I think, probably either Abby or Pete because they're not the most likable person. Hmm. So, 
I do like Penner a lot. I do like Penner a lot, and I also like Scoopin a lot. I think the problem is that I don't see Abby and Pete making it through the next couple of votes, and I see Scoopin and Penner having a real hard time up against Malcolm, Denise, or Lisa, any of those mm-hmm. three. I think they're all really likable. I think if it comes down to it, I think that, that the veterans are going to have a really hard time mm-hmm. winning in a vote. Because I don't think that most of these players want to see a veteran win. No, Whether they, they should or not, irrelevant. I just don't think they want to see them win. And there are a couple of really likable, really strong women that are still in this. Mm-hmm. And I, think I love Denise. I would, I would, I would mm-hmm. give anything, anything, anything to see it come down to. If they do, I don't know if they're going to do two this year. They've been doing three every now and then. But if it comes down to two, I would love to see Lisa go up against Denise. Yes. That would just be heaven yes. to me. I mm. wish they would go back to the final two. Yes. They, they so did it a couple better. seasons ago, but they, they've it's been doing the three so things so better. often. And when you do three, there's always a third person who doesn't get any votes. No votes. Mm-hmm. So it's always. pointless. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I always hate now the way the, the last episode, there's like five people left when they go into the last episode, and it's like, bam, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that either. Like, it is a bit on. odd. Right, let's cut it down. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I hope that the final, the final episode going into the finale should go back to what they used to do on Survivor, and it always needs to be a balancing act. Uh, a balance on a pole in the middle of the ocean in a rainstorm, and the women always make it the finale then. And they I, can, I would also really like to see the, uh, let's go back and play homage to every player. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, over that. I'm so sick. Hey, Fast forward. Yeah, just get get the mimosa brunch that you guys get on the very last day of the feast and call it a day. I almost had that one. So, Jerry, are you on Twitter? Are you are are you on Twitter? Where can our fans follow you? At Jerry Manthe. I also have a website, JerryManthe.com. You can find out what's going on there. Fantastic. And Facebook. I'm all over Facebook. All over it. Social networking. I'm at Christina underscore Cha. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Ryan. Ryan A. Carrillo or Ryan Allen Carrillo on Facebook. And Justin Walter. Justin F. Walter and Justin Walter on Facebook. Fantastic. You guys can follow me on Twitter at underscore AJ Gibson. My website is ajgibson.tv. Please go check it out. Like I said, go on our iTunes, go on our YouTube, comment, rate us, let us know what you guys think. We look so forward to coming back next week. It's going to be a really great episode. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks again to Jerry for being here. You guys Thanks take care. Thank you, me. Jerry. Christina, you are absolutely gorgeous. Oh, stunning. Oh, stunning. Unbelievable. Take care. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 